Mita Washington is a radio host on Kurt Franklin's Gospel Music Channel on Sirius Radio. Seven days a week, she's in the studio in Rockefeller Center in Manhattan. But her radio show has a local reach, a state reach, a national reach, but as well as a global reach. Mita has been a music lover since she was a child and spent her free time in record stores quizzing the clerks about various artists. Today, she combines that love of music with her love of God. Mita is an active member of the Bible study group in her church, and she's a member of the Mass Choir, too. Enjoy this interview with Mita Washington from New York. Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zela Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Ali Forti, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. So, uh, how are you today, this morning? I am fantastic, Allie. Oh, that's great. And are you in New York City at the moment, or where are you? Yes, I am in New York. That's where the radio station is based out of, out of Rockefeller Center, um, Mm -hmm. right across the street from Radio City, pretty much. Wow, so you've got a great view. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So for those who don't know you, can you tell a little bit about yourself and your background and your love of music and your radio show? Sure. My name is Mita Washington and I'm from Kurt Franklin's Praise. Um, It's a station that is on Sirius XM satellite radio. It's a station that can be accessed um, all over the world and actually internationally as well for those that are on you know internet that have the subscription base mm-hmm. i've actually been on air with them for 18 years wow. so a bit of a veteran there and my genre is gospel music and you know i'm just a lover of music lover of god and you know i love using the platform to be able to reach the people how did you come to know the lord like briefly can you talk about that well, I started attending the church that was, you know, near in my neighborhood. Um, I went because my best friend's mother was there and I liked church growing up, you know, it, but I didn't come to know the Lord until one day at church, I found myself standing in the middle of the aisle. I knew it had to be the Lord because, you know, when I look back, the dress I had on was a little bit above the knees. The hairstyle may not have been one that if I consciously made a decision to go down the aisle and join the church, I would not have. So I knew that, you know, it was the Lord that, you know, took me down that aisle and I never turned back. Oh, that's great. And um, I read online that when you were a child, you would go into music shops and quiz the clerks on music artists. Oh yeah, Where I did that come? a lover of music. Um, I'm a person that's big on trivia. I mean, to this day, I could hear like music across a crowded room, you know, in another room and go, okay, this is what the song is. This is who the artist is. So, you know, I've always been a lover of music. A lover of gospel music is something that, you know, God took me towards later in life. So, you know, where does that come from? And that love way. Where does that love come from? Did you grow up in a household of music? Um... Yes, my big brother was actually a big music buff. 
and he was the one that would take me with him to the record stores. You know, it was really a long time ago in New York City where you can actually go into a record store and ask for a song to be played. Uh -huh. So he turned his back with the intentions of going and picking up two albums and come back and you know i would have a stack of 45 so yeah it was a long time ago but you know that's where the love of music began how does it or what comes to mind as well as how does it make you feel when it says in the book of zephaniah that god is a singer and that heaven is filled with music oh i know that heaven for sure is filled with music you know just because of the effect music has you know, through the ministry of music. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are saved through music itself. They're not, you know, people that are not necessarily churchgoers have received the word through music. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm a firm believer that the message can be carried through music. Yeah. And music is, is universal. Yeah, and just the fact that God himself is a singer uh, just oh, kind of... Makes me I, I feel love great that because God can sing. I'm happy with that. I stay in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe that you know He sings to His children through you know everything that we see around us. So that's not a surprise at all. Yes. Um. So can you talk a little bit about calling? How did you get into radio? Is it something that you always wanted to do, or is it just a passion that came later in life? Well, absolutely not. It was not something I always wanted to do. I was a journalism student and actually had gone into sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. I was behind the scenes working for um, an R&B company, MS Broadcasting, and they would use me occasionally for some of their commercial drops. But, you know, I never, ever thought about getting on the air myself. And, you know, it was definitely a few God-given circumstances in which I had happened to be at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. And someone asked me if I would be interested in going on air at, at what used to be CD radio long before it became Sirius Satellite Radio and then Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And, you know, when it came time to choose a genre to go on air, you know, the person who was the program director back then had asked me, they said, you know, do you know anything about gospel music? That's the only genre left, you know, that we have not filled. Mm -hmm. And I said, do I know gospel music? I belong to four choirs. So that's how that came about. And the rest is history, as they say. And the rest is history. So then um, how do you look at calling? Like the role that you have now is a very important role because it's media. I heard T.D. Jakes once say that if Jesus were alive today, he believed that Jesus would be in film or in media in some kind of way because he was a storyteller. And media, you know, it broadcasts a message. So how do you see your role and what God has called you to do in radio as being important? And then for other people who are trying to figure out their calling, young students, what do you have to say to them? When you look at your you gym. know that's the good thing about god i never did have to figure out my calling mm. he brought it and it's it is a very important platform and i'm grateful every single day that 
He has trusted me with his people. That's what's very important. When I'm on the air, it's never about me. You know, I never look at it as me sounding good or me talking to the people. You know, this is an opportunity that there may be one person who's tuning in. I mean, and I mean, I've had people that have said to me, listen, I was about to take my life and something mm. you said when I got in the car and turned on the radio and heard changed it. You know, I've heard people say, listen, I was on my way driving back from um, cancer treatment and, you know, I really felt like I couldn't make it. And then I turn on the radio and it's something you said. So I'm constantly mindful that, you know, I don't know where someone's mind and heart is at any given time that they're listening to me on the radio. So it's a huge responsibility. You know, it's one that used to frighten me and it should because then, you know, that means I take it seriously and I do, you know, I take my platform very seriously. I take God seriously because at the end of the day, I'm not answering to people. I'm answering to God for what did I do? Did I depart the truth to the people or did I use the platform to glorify myself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I met Ray, uh, you know, Raymond, uh, at an event uh, in New York a couple of months ago, an Italian event. And he's like, you got to talk with Meta. She's like minded with the love for that. He's like, you've got to chat with her. Uh, You are on the board of Summit um, in New York City. Can you talk a little bit of about that and the kids and the work that you all do? Well, I'm actually one of the newest members to the board. Um, Summit Academy is actually a charter school. And, you know, it was a new opportunity, one I didn't want to turn away, you know, being able to affect the lives of young people. And charter schools, you know, is like a different option for these kids. The particular school that I'm on the board of is an at-risk neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So the parents, they face um, very specific challenges which means that the children also, the household in itself, face very specific challenges, uh, whether it's financial, whether it's emotional, you know, they don't always have the support that they need. So it's very important to have a board that has their best interest at heart. It's more than, you know, just getting together to discuss education. You really have to understand the background of these children in order to be able to effectively help them. I see. And what are you learning uh, so far, even though you're new to the board, what are you learning uh, about the importance of education in New York and then in general? Well, you know, like I said, it's it's definitely brand new to me. So just learning the ins and outs of, you know, how the Board of Education actually works in terms of, you know, public schools versus charter schools. It's very different. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have experience with dealing with schools at all. I don't have children, but, you know, I thought it was very interesting, you know, that they would select somebody that, you know, just purely, you know, from a non-parent standpoint, be able to look and see the various needs and be able to help address them. Yeah. One last question. Um, Can you talk a little bit about New York in the sense, are people hungry for the Lord? Do you see that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few? What's a great way to reach out to the city of New York? And yeah, just talk a little bit about New Yorkers. Well, well, New Yorkers, (laughs) New Yorkers have their, their own unique challenge. But no, the great thing is, is that with my platform, because it is national and international, I get to reach like cities beyond New York. So 
you know, the challenges that I see in New York might be the same challenges that I hear in other cities like Memphis or maybe in Mississippi or someplace in California. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I try to keep a national focus on my work that, you know, it's more than the people that are right in front of me. So I would say specifically to New York, you know, there are challenges. There always have been challenges wherever you have like cities that are heavily populated. But, you know, God could make his way into any, you know, circumstance and situation, whether it's a big city, whether it's a small city, you know, whether it's remote, whether it's close, you know, he can get there. And as long as there's a voice to reach, I'm willing to be that voice. You know, um, something that we didn't touch on earlier, I actually, you know, have worked on like a couple of different initiatives just to try to help connect people. Mm -hmm. And one of them being, um, I actually have started an online church search database called Let's Pray Together. Yeah. And it's at letspraytogether.org. And what I do is it allows people to contact me that are looking for churches nationwide and I'll put it out there on the air and just say hey is there anybody out there looking for a church home and they'll come back to me with uh, you know actually responses to give the listeners and one of the good things about that is that you know it takes a long time sometimes to be able to find a church home but yes. to be able to say that there's somebody there that will receive me, that might be looking for me, that's welcoming me, that's already made a recommendation, that really takes like the stress out, especially if you're moving from city to city and you don't know someone. Yeah. You know, it takes, you know, they can tell me exactly what they're looking for. And I'm kind of what they call the matchmaker. Yeah. So either <laughs> I'll do it on air or like I said, they can go directly to my online church search database at letspraytogether.org. Um, I've also created a, a blog yeah. called um, Church Folks United. So again, something for the church folks, um, different lifestyle you know, articles that I've worked on there. And I've featured several of the gospel artists today that are talking about more than music. You know, I've been focusing people on, you know, topics that are important, like Ty Tribbett. I had him address bullying. Mm -hmm. I've got Erica Campbell coming up for this month. You know, it's National Fibroid Awareness Month, and yeah. she has actually been through the surgery. She's going to give her time, her talent, as busy as she is, to be able to join me on that blog. That's and awesome. Just give some information to the people. So, you know, in that way, again, you know, stretching out and, and just giving the information to people. And lastly, you know, for anybody that actually would be tuning into the broadcast on Tuesdays, I do Tuesday Trivia. So, you know, it's very important to me that people, you know, be able to know the word, learn the word for themselves, because in this day and age, you mm. know, you really have to understand for yourself and have a good, you know, you know, be able to be have an awareness of what's in the word and the promise. And sometimes the word can be very intimidating for people. They feel they don't understand it. Or if they get in a group setting at a church, they don't want to admit that they don't know certain things because they feel like, you know, I don't want to look like I don't know the word as well as Mr. or Sister so-and-so. Yeah. And, you know, doing it this way, you know, it sort of gives them an opportunity to have some fun but also to learn the word together. So on air, I do that on Tuesdays. So all of that together, yeah. you know, I just say, or just, you know, part of what I do to try to keep people connected to the word. 
Yeah, and I guess all of the passion from these three things, Let's Pray Together, website, your blog, and the trivia is from a passion that's rooted in Jesus, right? And then I guess these ideas just came to you, the Holy Spirit just kind of put these ideas in your mind. And and that's exactly what it was. It was definitely the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, I sit there, I think about things, but he helps to bring the ideas to true fruition. Yes. And that's great about the uh, Let's Pray Together because I've moved to many different cities around the world. And the first thing I do is Google, you know, for a church. And yeah, it can be a little bit daunting sometimes. So that's great. Yeah, maybe you want to eventually do like international. So for Americans who are moving to and, and countries. It's totally doable. It's totally doable. And something, hey, you never know, that might be my next venture. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And do, are you getting ready to go on the air soon? You've got the headphones around your neck. I absolutely am. I absolutely am. My show I'm on, you know, um, seven days a week, actually, and I'm on Monday through Friday from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock Eastern Time on Saturday mornings from 10 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, Sunday mornings, I go to church, but I'm on air again at 1 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Wow, my goodness. Well, you know, I'm sure if Jesus were walking on this earth physically now, he would come into the studio and talk with you because he's about spreading the message. That would be be the interview of all life. It would, it would. You wouldn't want him to leave. And and you know what? We'll save that one for heaven. That's what I'm looking forward to, the interview of all interviews. Exactly. Well, have a good show today. Have a good show, (laughs) you know, the rest of the week. And God bless you. Thank you for your time. Thank you as well. Bless you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zayla Magazine, S-E-E-L-E Magazine. Till next time.